Welcome to Commercial Property Podcast. My name is Helen Tarrant. I'm an author, I am an educator, and I am a specialist commercial property bias agent. Now, in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you specialist strategies and terminologies and live case studies on how you too can achieve financial freedom through commercial property. Now, if you are looking to buy your first commercial property, want to find out more information to see if commercial property is right for you, or you want to expand your portfolio to two or three commercial properties or even more, then this is the podcast for you. I will be sharing with you live case studies, the journey of my clients and students, and also how we're putting deals together. So relax, listen in, and enjoy the process. Listen in as Helen Tarrant walks us through the mistakes she sees investors making when looking for commercial property, how the emotional decisions make for really poor actions, and the value that education and case studies contribute towards a successful investment, and also what you need to be aware of to stress test your property portfolio. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome everyone to this episode of Commercial Property Cashflow Investing. I've got Helen Tarrant with me and today we're going to sort of delve a bit deeper into the biggest mistakes she sees investors making when it comes to approaching a commercial investment. Helen's, you know, seen investors coming from different levels of experience from, you know, nothing, this is their first time to being quite experienced in residential or even to experienced commercial investors. And she helps everyone. So I wanted to delve a bit deeper into her experience and, um, and get that insight. Welcome, Helen. Thanks for joining me. Lovely to always be talking about commercial property. Likewise, <laughs> chatting with you on this topic. So what are those biggest mistakes you see coming um, from investors alike when they're looking at commercial property? Uh, some of the biggest mistakes that I find with, uh, with people investing into commercial property, especially when they're buying the first one from residential to commercial, that is where I see the biggest mistakes are made. Mm. Um, firstly, um, I, I'm a big, per, big believer in action, so always you know, take that action before... You know, and, but I, I find that for most people, they're either attracted to a, they still treat it as an emotional journey. So they either get attracted to the area they have to buy or, or the location or where they have to buy. So for example, it has to be in Melbourne or it has to be in Sydney um, compared to the return or alternatively, they're so attracted to the return that they disregard everything else to it. So mm. they'll go to an obscure small town with 5,000 people and buy something that is at 8% or 9% or even 10% where the risk is so high that they, they've forgotten about it um, because they're just purely chasing that return. Uh, so you. that's, so those are the two things that I see. Um, and most of the times I have had, Clients come up to me at seminars and said, before I met you, I've just signed up to buy a property for 4.5% yield in Metro Melbourne. And, I, you know, I've just signed an exchange contract on that. And I didn't, you know, if I'd been to your seminar, I would have done something totally different. Mm. So um, it is really sort of getting your, getting an, you don't need to go and spend two days in the seminar room with me. You don't need to go and spend you know, 10 hours reading all, and going through all my information. But I would sort of see that a little bit of maybe one to three hours of education around the basics of commercial property, um, around that um, what is balancing risk and balancing your portfolio is really, really important. So if you are growth heavy in your portfolio, cash flow is really something you need to look at. 
So um, that may mean that you know you have to condition your mindset to say I don't I need to buy in a regional area because I need the cash flow from it, and you you will have to do some work around seeing some examples of samples of those properties so you can get used to it and build up your confidence level around it if at the moment you have and, and i know people and i know clients who have all of their residential properties in regional then mm. i would be saying well you really actually do need to buy metro you do really actually need to buy metro sydney or melbourne and yes the yield will be lower but you absolutely do need it stability and you, balance for stability and balance and then maybe having to condition yourself to say hey well um i will need to accept a lower return because right now that's what my portfolio need uh and, and i see that is some of the biggest mistakes is that people get trigger happy and they go this is what i really really want um i also see that in a lot of my clients while i'm already they're already on our books we're searching for a property for them um they're sending us properties that are totally not right for them <laughs> but because either it's a really cheap property and they think that in regional areas they can just pick up a property for 150000 and that's really, really great, um, except you're buying a big rock and a, you know, a ball and chain um, to buy that 150000 and they just appeal purely because it's, it's cheap um, and that it seems like a lot of value and or they're attracted because it seems like an easy project um, whereas, you know, the logistics of it, it's not going to work. So, yeah. so it seems um, that's one me, of the biggest mistakes. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, so it seems to me that, uh, as you said earlier, the mistakes made it uh, are quite emotional. So if someone's become trigger happy, it's because obviously they've had success with what they've bought and they love it and they get excited and they want to keep pulling the trigger on the same type of property. But it seems to me like you have a much more holistic approach to um, a longer term portfolio that would maybe buffer them against um, any risks that might be associated with having everything looking exactly the same. Um, yeah. Am I right in saying that? That seems to be the approach that you've got for your clients and your students to make sure that they're not overexposed to any one particular risky type of, you know, investment yeah i i always um my my philosophy around it and around just not a commercial but just a whole portfolio as, as such whether you choose residential or commercial whether you choose a combination of both is that you should um always try to see what would happen tomorrow if we're in a recession how do you stress test your property portfolio so that you know that it doesn't it's not going to be affected by it. At the end of the day, if tomorrow we're going to recession, we are going to cash is always king. If you don't have cash flow in your portfolio, um, it's not going to sustain you through the long term. So um, we, we lose sight of that because in the last five years, we've had such a good growth trajectory. We lose sight of that. Yeah. And I think that's, um, but then all of a sudden, I also see clients who have, um, who've had such good growth and all of a sudden they realise they have no longer the cash flow to support their growth and they get trigger happy and they buy the first thing that comes to them um, mm. that they see in a brochure for 9% yield and it should have been 11% yield because they're not educated. And they get trigger happy, they buy that and it ends up being the wrong thing in their portfolio. 
So the biggest way to mitigate that really is to get education. And I've been through your education and it's such an eye opener when you're coming from nothing or something very different um, and, and get, get information. The information is invaluable. I guess the thing also is to look at case studies. If you don't have time to attend a seminar, you don't have a ten time to, um, to, to, to read up on it. I think just look at property samples, look at, areas regional areas like let's say you look at somewhere like Wagga um, uh, so if you look at um, if you look at the say somewhere like let's say you look at Wagga look at a whole range of it look at 10 12 properties there you start to get an idea of them yeah and that helps as well yeah I think that's smart that's um, something I could have done more in the past. <laughs> and and then, yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, and, and that's sort of one of the sort of the, the few big mistakes that, um, that I see. Um, and then the other mistakes that I also see is around uh, doing due diligence. And again, it's not about sometimes it's, it's not about rushing through the process, but actually about building your comfortability around the property. So a lot of the due diligence is, you know, you get the, you know, you get your tenant ledgers, you get, you know, you get all the, the detailed stuff, but are you actually confident at the end of it? Don't force yourself into a property if you just don't feel comfortable at the end of it. And, and look, all of the stuff we look around, we look at the facts and figures um, at the end of the day, if it's your first property, I do suggest that you go and see the property. Um, and this way it just gives you another level of confidence because uh, the first deal actually sets you up for the rest of the deal. And most people, like, the adrenaline of buying the first deal is so great <laughs> that they end up missing all these key markers. And I guess that's also why we're here and our services are here is we put a break on them. <laughs> we, we sometimes give them the reality check you and they're, oh, you come it's like oh you come across a bit negative or or like or for the people who are normally pessimistic we tend to be really chirpy and bright they're like oh good you you see the happy side of everything <laughs> it's like we're, we're we're actually trying to be the counterbalance to everything that you do mm. so that you get to see both sides as you walk through this journey priceless um, but but in 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 commercial i think it's the um a lot of times the deal is a rush deal and a lot of times is the, the deal itself. Um, you, you feel like uh, that, especially if it's your first one, that it's almost like, let's just get it. Let's just get it. I can't wait to own it. I can't wait yeah. to own it. Especially after you've, finance, yeah, and you've searched for months and months on end and you finally find yeah. one that you think is right. Um, sorry. Yeah. And you were saying about finance as well. Yeah, well, because finance takes up such so much of your energy and by the time you get through it, you kind of go, I can't cope with anything else. <laughs> um, that is where, yeah, where, sort of where, where, where it is. Um, so with the due diligence, um, biggest thing is um, make sure, just make sure that the relationship that the tenant has, um, that the tenant is actually, at the end of the day, the tenant is not compromised in the whole process. That's mm -hmm. the main thing. The key thing is that... Um, we have seen things where the vendor has at the last minute pissed off the tenant and we're about to go unconditional 24 hours and oh. all hell has broken loose. loose. Oh, wow. We have, yeah, we have seen um, 
still we we have we have almost seen in our now you know three years of doing this almost anything that could happen so we don't take anything for granted we we try to get to the bottom of the story we always try to talk to the tenant um we try to engage them on a, a really human based level uh to say you know hey just want to check that you're okay here and that we're coming in we're going to be the new owner we're potentially the new owners um and you can tell us what you know what needs to be done to make you a more happier person to stay here that's just beautiful and it's i think um it's interesting how some people's perspective is is not that at all because it's it's got to be that win-win where yeah the tenant isn't happy they're not going to stay so then you have to go through the pain um of you know finding you know marketing and finding new tenants and so on so your process is absolutely crucial to to this yeah really interesting um yeah it is and then finally one other mistake is please get someone who is professionally expert at just doing commercial finance to look at your loan or give you a quote around it um because one of the things that i do find time and time again is that if you Often people will have a loyalty to stay with their brokers, which I understand and I'm absolutely fine with. And But the thing is, if they are not a professional in commercial and they've been your resi broker, they're probably, and this is just a generalisation, likely to stuff this up or take longer, which could end up costing you the deal or end up costing you more. Mm, okay, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. Yeah, so if they're navigating something they're not familiar with or not used to doing on a regular basis, then as you said, that could cost you the deal. It might take them longer. They might miss a few things or whatever. Um, Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's again, really, really valuable information. And I know you have a whole team uh, supporting yourself and your uh, clients in terms of getting, you know, that deal across, if it's the right deal, getting that deal across in the most timely manner too. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. Anything else you wanted to add to this conversation? I've loved every minute of it. Um, yeah, just just quickly, um, got, just be aware of your also of. And I know to talk about diversification. Um, I like to talk about commercial. Prop, most people talk about um, passive income and retirement from your job. And I think, and a lot of property seminars talk about financial freedom. What, one of the key things that's really important to me is not about financial freedom now, but about financial freedom forever. In fact, that is actually the, the new logo brand or keyword that, if you, for lack of a better term, that my company is adopting, which is not financial freedom, which everyone throws out, but financial freedom forever. Because that is actually really, really important for you to think about as any investor. It's not about obtaining financial freedom in the fastest possible way tomorrow. It is actually about how you can build a portfolio where you can achieve financial freedom forever. And the forever is actually more important. So that's actually about balance, about security, and about diversification. And the diversification bit is a key point you should be looking at in your portfolio. If you have a lot of properties in because you're Sydney-based or if you're a Melbourne-based, you have a lot of properties in New South Wales or Victoria purely because it's comfortable and it's all residential or even if it's residential and commercial, then you have to make that call and move out of that um, into a different state. 
um, or into a different class of property, um, but in a different state. Um, not only because of taxes and everything else, but just so you, you, you don't know, right? If like the fires or natural disasters hits one state, then all of your properties in that basket is going to be adversely impacted on it. So by being in a different state, um, also there's different boom cycles. You get to pick that up as well. Mm. So that's ultimately um, what I do and one of the things that I really am really focusing now on and for the community and for, for any of our clients that we have on board is about really financial freedom forever and really how to build that forever so it is sustainable into the future. I love so, Love that. Absolutely love that. Um, and you, you, yeah, you've certainly given us the insights as to, you know, how to think about it, how to approach it and uh, some of the things to uh, avoid and that balance, balance and security and diversification, how important it is. May I just ask around, um, you know, the shifting mindset of having, so say someone lives in Sydney and just wants to, you know, sort of own all their property in Sydney, how difficult is it um, for them to shift their mindset um, or, or does it just become easier when you explain it to them the way you do? I think it it, it is very important for them to look at um, the, it's their preconceptions of why mm. they, they wouldn't want to, invest everything else uh, elsewhere sometimes in security sometimes it is about um feeling like um a loss of control um oh. sometimes it's about at distance a lot of yeah. us around distance it seems so far away mm. um but if you can show and one of the best ways we do this is to show them a replica property so show me the property you would like in sydney they show you the property you find them a replica property like that in a different suburb in say queensland or victoria wherever it is and they all of a sudden they said to see the similarities of it mm. and if it behaves exactly the same that actually helps them to get across that mindset yeah that makes perfect sense sorry there's yeah you've, you've got ways of, of helping them transition if um that diversification is really important but as their next step yeah great thank you anything no else that's all good no no that's <laughs> it that's it um yep yep huge value once again uh things to think about things to um you know um consider and if you're ready to take that next step helen is the next best step for you in commercial definitely so reach out uh, find the links below for the webinar find um, Helen Tarrant at HelenTarrant.com and also follow her YouTube channel um, and we'll have all those links for you too fantastic all right thank you all right Helen thanks again I'll see you next time okay bye bye You've been listening to Commercial Property Cashflow Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss any of my valuable tips and strategies. Now, if you're wanting more detailed education and training, I have a free webinar you can attend. Just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you there. And if you're ready to invest in commercial property with guided assistance and you want to talk to us, book into your free consultation. Find out more about it on HelenTarrant.com. I can't wait to share with you more of my tips and strategies in upcoming episodes. So really make sure you subscribe. This is Helen Tarrant signing off. See you on the next podcast.